Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the UNI podcast. We have Mikaelin Modgalin. She writes, she shares, she speaks, she ministers, she loves, and ultimately she just tries to meet people where they are at. She's the host of the Empowerment Project. She's an avid YouTuber, and she also keeps a blog, MikaelinModglin.com. But more regularly, you can find her serving her church, leading worship, youth, and the media team. Here's our conversation with Mikaelin. The UNI podcast promotes love, happiness, and abundance. Through storytelling and sisterhood, they encourage self-love, a balanced worth ethic, and a healthy life. This is Ozzy and Caro. And thank you so much for listening to the UNI podcast. In this household, we love reflecting and manifesting for bigger and better things. And this is why our Chairs to a Better You guide and workbook is perfect. If you purchase now and use the code UNIFAM, you can save 20%. So head on over to our website and start manifesting your growth. Welcome back to the UNI podcast. We Thank are you. back again with a new interview. Guess who's back? A new episode. Back, back, and back guess again. who's back? So excited. Everyone, our. Our soul sister, as yes. Kaylin put it. I was just saying, back. yeah, I'm super excited to be back. Like, anytime I get to talk to you guys, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, yeah, I just feel like our souls are just connected. Like, I just connect with you guys so easy. You're so easy to talk to. Yes, so, I'm like, it's so easy. Super hype. Yeah. Been looking and forward to it. If you haven't it. yet listened to our, listen to, I don't know the tense, but anyway, if you haven't heard the episode we're talking about, I believe that we put it up in March. So go check it out if you haven't. It's kind of like a sequel, I feel. For yeah. This one. Yeah. So pause what you're where you are and go back and listen to that one. Yes. I don't know. It feels like such a long time ago, but it I just does. I don't know. It, it feels does. like such a long time ago, but at the same time, it does not feel like it was a long yeah. time ago. It was like a little bit before the COVID. Yeah, kind of it really up, was. Right? <laughs> it was right before. I remember you guys were in your dorms, and yeah, yes. like we were just talking about that, and I was like, "Oh, I want to get back like, to the dorm days." Pre- <laughs> I know. I could not imagine seriously. And I was like, "Yeah, that was pre-pandemic. Like we've lived like forty-six lives since then." You know. I know. <laughs> it's just so crazy. But we actually are starting our faith file now, and we thought Mikaelin would be perfect. Just because we talked a lot about faith and our journey with Jesus during that first episode. So we thought, why not bring Mikaelin back and we can have an even deeper conversation this episode. So can you tell us about your story and what has led you to where you are now? Yes. Yeah, so I feel like definitely if they haven't listened to the last episode, my, you know, go back and listen to the episode with uh, me back in March for my full testimony because I won't get into it again here because it was long and drawn out and you know um, but it was great but generally put um, I was uh, I, I grew up Christian um, I didn't really have a relationship with Jesus didn't really know what that felt like looked like um, what it looked like to live it um, I was doing life all on my own um, and it was very difficult doing life on your own is very very tough and I didn't realize it then but I needed Jesus and 
Um, I was then introduced to Jesus about my sophomore year in high school, and I kept putting it off. Like, I was like, no, like, youth group, like, that's super lame. Like, you won't catch me there. And then God was like, yeah, say less. So anyway, I ended up eventually going and checking it out, um, and I had some really great uh, people kind of pouring into my life and just reminding me that Jesus was an option um, for me at that time. It was not um, – it was – it. I had other options and I chose other options, um, but now I can look back and see that it was only the clear, only the good, only the best option. And so um, they kept reminding me, you know, he's an option, he's an option. And that's all I was at that time. But then when I decided to actually like choose that um, and fall in love with Jesus and just kind of take a step of faith um, toward him, it was like so amazing. I've never been the same since. Um, He really came in and changed my life for the better in all of the best ways um, and just continued to grow me and stretch me in my faith and continue to place people in my life that helped in my furtherment um, toward him. And so, yeah, I mean, I was like reluctant in the beginning um, to, you know, try like the whole Jesus thing or try like the whole faith thing because Christians don't always have the best um, (laughs) reputation. And so that was something that really, you know, kind of put me off. And I had a lot of really good conversations with um, a lot of really great women and so I kind of learned not to throw the baby out with the bathwater and kind of give it a shot and see um, you know who Jesus was to me um, because uh, it's not healthy it's not good to base our um, our choices off the assumptions of what other people are doing and how other people are representing something so I was like all right um, I'm gonna give it a shot and like I said my life has not been the same since he has totally just enveloped me in every way possible um, and I've loved it and uh, he's really kind of molded my desires to fit his and to align with his heart. Um, And so our hearts are aligned and I love that. And so I get to walk forward every day and just wake up every day and say yes to Jesus. And that's something that I really live by is just um, in some days are harder and some days I I say no whenever he asks me to do something. I'm human and I mess up and I make mistakes and um, but more so I do my best to wake up every single day and saying yes to Jesus and that's like my new mission every single day is like okay Lord what do you have for me today like I want to say yes to you and so um, you know whether that's like yes forgiving a person or yes going in evangelizing to somebody or yes saying coffee to some with somebody that um, you know needs to hear about him or what he's done in my life and you know hear from them and meet them where they are just whatever it is that he's asking me to do pray with somebody or just simply just get alone with him and be with him Um, and so that's something that I try to do and in doing that I have really kind of been moved into this um, into whatever it is that I'm doing right now which I'm sure you guys can attest to in some way of just being like I don't really know exactly what's going on but I'm just like putting one foot in front of the other and just taking that step forward every single day. Um, so I am in women's ministry. Um, I've always had a heart for women's ministry. I feel like since I got saved, it was, um, something that God put on my heart to be what I needed, um, or to be, you know, be what other people were to me, to other people who need somebody like that in their life. I don't know if that makes sense. I might've just went in a big loop, but you know, the people that were pouring into my life, I'm like, okay, who can I pour into? Like, who can I be that for? Who can I be? Or like, how can I be what I needed when I was younger? And so, um, that was something. I always kind of like wanted to step into and felt called to step into in a way. Um, And I've always felt drawn to specifically women's ministry. Um, I think one of the first or actually definitely one of the first the first group that I did was called Beauty from Ashes. And I don't know that I talked about this in the last podcast. I might have. But essentially, it was just a group of women that got together and discussed Jesus. And we dove into the Bible and we just kind of like met on that common ground of growing each other forward in Christ and praying with each other and loving on each other and encouraging each other. And so um, I think that was really when 
I realized that it was what set my heart on fire. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And whenever I, we all kind of like left for college and stuff, of course, you know, that door kind of slowly closed with everybody being gone. And at the time we kind of knew that it was for just a season. Um, so we let that door close, but the door never fully closed to women's ministry in general. So it was something that I was always kind of looking at as an option or a calling, I guess you could say. And just whenever I graduated college, I felt this tug on my heart just to um, continue uh, pouring into women however I knew possible. And at that time, it was through a blog post or like my blog. And I, I did a couple of blog posts and that was kind of like the main platform for everything. And then I ended up um, moving over into the podcast realm. And then from there, things have just kind of continued to branch out. And that's just kind of where we are now. Guys, I have to say this. If you have not listened to the first episode we have with Michaela, and you have to. Like, it's an absolute must. I'm not going to lie, Michaela, and you got me back on track with my road to Jesus. Oh, my gosh. I honestly, I was falling off, but now mm. I wake up in the morning. I do my devotionals. I, yeah. I'm just all over it now. And wow. it's just like, if it was not for my interview with you, I do not know where I'd be right now. So wow. I want to thank you for that. I love that. And see, I love how, like... God knows where you are. You know, like I didn't know, I don't know, you know, where you are, what you needed to hear. But like just by saying yes to Jesus or saying yes to this interview or saying yes to whatever interview or yes to just talking to somebody, like you never know like how God is going to use that conversation. You know what I mean? So like I love that and I'm so honored to hear that. But I love even more how God was so intentional about you, like about meeting you and about talking to you and making sure that you heard what you needed to hear. And so just his love, just the way that he loved and how he will you know like cross barriers to get to us because he cares that much for us and I just I think that's so sweet thank you so much for that it was so weird too because I was a little lost in the beginning and then I don't know you just came across our pod like we interviewed you and I was like wow like this is just everything I needed to hear and you just really like helped me dive into that so thank you again yeah, I think that's how I felt too. And I think that's how a lot of women feel. Um, whenever we hear something that our soul, we don't even know that our spirit is like yearning for it. You know, it's just like whenever someone starts speaking truth and speaking life, it's like our spirit is like, yes, yes. Like that's what I've been looking for. I didn't know that's what I was looking for, but like I found it or like, you know, I need more conversations like these or like, you know, to stand on this common ground with other women and talk about Jesus. Like it's just, it's so crazy to me because like our flesh will tell us like, no, we need X, Y, and Z. And then we're, we wonder why we're like, you know, exhausted or drained or fatigued or you know whatever it may be and then whenever we are we hear this truth and we hear this life it's like oh my gosh wait what is that I don't know what that is but I know that I want more of it you know so it's just it's really cool how our, how our spirit is familiar with it before you know our brain or our heart even is so we were actually talking about the exact moment when we were recording and where we were in our lives so talk to us a bit more about how you've changed since the last time we spoke and for those who don't know we did speak Around March, that's when we recorded that episode we we're talking about. But Michaela, tell us more about like the changes that you feel or the changes that you haven't felt. Yeah, I feel like it's so crazy. I can't believe that it's been that long ago. I don't know. Like, like 2020 feels like it's been like 10 years. But at the same time, it's like we blinked and it's like, what's going on? It was like January, February, pandemic 
Christmas. Like literally, like that's what it has been like. And so it feels like it's been super long, but it's also been super short. So just thinking back, like I have changed in so many different ways. Like, like I said, lived like 46 lives at least since then. So much has happened. Um, whenever we talked, it was pre-pandemic. So none of that was even on our minds at the time, um, which is so crazy. But um, I, I feel like this pandemic in a sense, like has opened my eyes in so many ways. And although it's been like really, really great, it's also brought a lot of challenges. Um, and so I feel like I've grown so much and I've something that I've learned is that sometimes healing feels a lot like breaking, like when we're healing, it feels like we're breaking. Um, but really it's God just kind of mending these pieces back together. And sometimes we can get really caught up in like, why is this so painful? You know, why do I feel like, um, you know, things are kind of falling apart right now. And it's really a lot of times God just repositioning us, um, to do something different. And so sometimes he's got to break us in order to get us to, to open our eyes, to look around and see what's been, you know, laying idly at our feet for so long. So for me, I've had a lot of kind of like, uh, self-realizations, um, things, a lot of things that I've learned about myself along with other people. Um, I've learned that I am a, I work a lot for, um, approval or validation. And I just did a podcast on this and I wish I could recollect all of the, all the things that I've learned, but essentially like working for uh, validation, not only from like um, people's point of view, but also just from like being able to take something off of my um, off of my to do list or getting something done or being like, OK, I've, I was so like productive today. And like that's validating to me, like, OK, you did something. So like it's not always like, you know, people's opinion, although those do matter, especially to a three. Um, it's not always that. And so once I had thought that I was like over people bondage and people's opinions, like I was like, OK, like I'm good. I still found myself working myself to death and I was like why are you doing this and so God kind of like repositioned me and um, challenged me to set a lot of things down because I had been kind of idolizing it in a way and placing it and prioritizing it above him and so for me it was kind of difficult to set it down but I wanted to because I knew that God was telling me to do that and so like before so like for me obedience will always trump you know my emotions or my feelings or what I feel like I should do or most of the time, can't say always because I am human. So, but usually if I can tell that God's telling me to do something, I'm like, okay, I believe you. Like you aren't going to lead me astray. Like you aren't going to feed me to the wolves. You aren't, you know, like you're a good shepherd. Like you, you protect me, you watch over me, you help me graze. Like you, you completely take care of me. So I'm not going to worry about, you know, you telling me to sit down and rest. Like you're going to watch over me while I rest. So, um, there was a lot of things that I feel like I was, um, released from, or like, you know, there was a lot of like things broken off of me during the season. Um, but at the same time, there's still a lot that I'm walking through and then I'm learning. And, um, yeah, I mean, just a lot of things when it comes to like the, uh, church. And I feel like we learned a lot when it came to people being moved home and just kind of the, there's guys, there's so much to even touch on. I'm like, I don't even know where to start. We like, there's the pandemic, like there was, there's just so much that's gone on. And I feel like I have been, um, my eyes have been open to so many things, um, just in the past, I don't know, however many months, like, Six, six months or something like that like I just feel like we have seen so much we've heard so much we've watched so much like our hearts have been broken over and over and over this um this year and it kind of like it, it it excites me in a way because then we can look forward and we know that a lot of the breaking comes before the healing and so I feel like we can look to 2021 and be excited about what's to come because I feel like God really used this year to refine a lot of people to open our eyes to things that were going wrong you know in our in our world or you know 
know, in America or wherever we are, like there's just things in the world that are happening. And so I feel like our eyes were open to so much and we were even um, more pressed to rely on God and be like, okay, God, I don't know what's going on. My heart is so broken. I don't know how to help. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, And I feel like it kind of crushed a lot of our God complexes because it's like a lot of these things are too big for us to to carry on our own. And, you know, we need to work our field, tend our field, and we need to do what we can always. But at the same time, you know, being able to find our peace, find our comfort in God and knowing that he loves us and that he is leading us through this. And so all we can do humanly, all we have to do is rely and trust on God and do our part and um, just, you know, continue to continue to move and just move forward no matter how slowly we feel like we're moving, you know, and like when light is shed and, you know, we don't like what we see on the light that is, you know, on what is being shown, you know, um, it's painful, but it's good because we're seeing it and we're bringing it into the light. So I feel like we've, we've had, you know, 2020 is a year of vision. I really do feel like we have seen more <laughs> than we ever thought possible. And it just ended up, um, showing us a lot of gunk that we didn't want to see, but now we can move forward and we can start making change. So I don't know if that's what we were looking for but I've been changed really really changed um yeah so yeah no I completely agree yeah for me I think I've literally changed the most I have ever changed in my life Mm. um in the span of a year I've gone through so many seasons in just this one year that (laughs) I just have to give just I have to be just so grateful to um to God and just just sit in the reverence of of his power but also of his the faith the faith that he brings on to me Mm -hmm. yeah and his mercy and love and his grace and yeah yeah, just in in trying to walk in that too whenever we feel you know enraged we feel you know excited or we feel you know whatever it is that we're feeling you know just in in just remembering god's grace and his love and his compassion is so so helpful and because i feel like a lot like a lot of us this year like our mental health was really tested mine was so tested. oh no it's actually my mental health was trash yeah trash it was, it was Especially, so hard oh my gosh it was so so hard like the 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 thing like i said like the things that we were seeing were so painful yes i really feel as if i've shifted so much within the span of a year as well because I, on my way driving home to get to this uh, this interview, I was just praying. I was like, Lord, give me the patience to not overtake this car on this one way. Lord, please give me the patience to not. Lord, please give me the patience. And yeah. usually I would just, I had the most road rage. I would just done it. No questions yeah. asked. Just go for it. <laughs> but this entire ride, Girl, I, was, yes. I, I had to call Ozzy. I was like, Ozzy, please tell me, Kelly, I'm going to be 10 minutes yeah, late. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, oh my I gosh, was just totally like fine. praying for the patients to it, not hunk at them and just yeah. do the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proud of you. Proud Thank of you. Thank you. Because I get that too. I get that too. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like I'm either going to kill myself or kill someone else. Like I'm like, come on, we got to move. We went like to shift a little bit and kind of talk more about the Empowerment Project. Yes. So I want to know what is your vision for the Empowerment Project and has it changed in any way since you first started it? Yeah, um, honestly, okay, kind of like I said in the beginning, like, I feel like my vision is just women and um, loving them, meeting them where they are, calling them forward and and encouraging them to live boldly and unapologetically and for the Lord. Um, so I feel like that has always been my vision. I think I've kind of always surrendered my vision to the Lord. Like, I've always just kind of been like, um, and I feel like it's important to 
like plan, but also not plan too much because we don't want to put God in a box. So it's like, okay, I'm going to like start moving in this direction, but God, all of this is subject to change. Like all of this, it belongs to you. So if you want to put, put your hand in somewhere and start shifting me in a different direction to do this, and like, I am open to that. So I feel like, um, that's kind of where I've stood and like where I stand. And while I come up with plans, like, I feel like, uh, you know, the Lord like plants those things in my heart at the same time, you know, I'm like, all of this is subject to change if that's what you want. Um, so I feel like it's, changed but not unexpectedly like I'm like okay God this is what we're doing if you know like this is what you're like calling you know if you're gonna switch it up and take it this way then okay we're gonna switch it up and take it this way the empowerment project kind of I guess is like an extension of me um but I don't want it to be me you know like I don't want it to be like Michaela Modulin you know dot com like I don't know that's just not like my heart and I would that would make me uncomfortable um and not saying that it's wrong at all it's just like my personality like I'd be like oh my gosh like this is just you know so I feel like it, it kind of started as that was like my blog or my website or whatever and then I didn't really know like what God was going to turn it into whenever I brought on the idea of like doing a podcast and then when he kind of like changed it to this idea of like because I didn't really think of the fact that you could have like a community based uh, you know like um, ministry online you know and I feel like that's something that we've all kind of like seen develop over the years is that you can do that and we can create that we can create all sorts of different communities online but at that time like an Instagram wasn't a thought in my mind, like having an Instagram wasn't anything like, um, I was just kind of just doing my thing with the Lord. And then he kind of continued to grow it in different areas and in different ways. And so, um, the podcast, it kind of started as a podcast, but it has changed into this community of women. So, but, but from the get go, my vision has always been women. I just didn't know in what form I would be reaching them or touching or like, you know, reaching out, reaching or touching them, you know, so that's pervy. Um, but like, you know, just reaching, <laughs> just reaching out to them and uh, meeting them where they are, like I said. So I just didn't know like what form that would take. And now it's super cool because they pour into me. Like I learn from them. Like I hear from them. And so it really has become this more community-based thing rather than it just being like a one-way channel. Now we can kind of go back and forth, which has been completely God and so amazing. And well, by the way, first of all, if you haven't checked out the Empowerment Project, go do that um it's an amazing oh my gosh their their feed is beautiful top tier um but actually you now have a team of writers and social media experts and more (laughs) so tell me more about like the delegating and expanding and just creating not not it just being you anymore and delegating to other people so so cool Yes, God has taught me so much with this. And I feel like it's been a different phase. Something that I love so much about God is like he, although we all need like so much work, he doesn't just dump it on us all at once. Like he, he's not just like, hey, fix that, fix that, fix that, fix that. He's like, hey, so we're going to walk through this together. I'm going to show you ways that you can handle it, that you can do better at it. And like as an opportunity like presents itself, I'm going to work with you on it. And then we learn those skills as long as we stay like open to the, the Holy Spirit and we continue to be like guided by the Holy Spirit, then we can, you know, begin to shift and change change our patterns and and move accordingly and so then whenever you know those opportunities come back around um like like uh in the car today you know when you're like I was so frustrated it's like the more that we like continue to do that and continue to continue to exercise that muscle because we are being led by the spirit then when it comes around again it's a lot easier to shut that down because we've been doing it we've we've we know how to like get past it now and whenever we like give into those things in a fleshly way it's like we're 
we're only creating this pattern or like deepening its roots within us. And so whenever God can, you know, come through and like kind of uproot that, it makes us a lot more um, like a, mo- a lot more uh, godlike, a lot more um, Christ-like is what I'm is what I'm getting at. And so we can kind of move forward and, and learn those things. And so whenever we, uh, I, I guess, um, brought on Brooke, who is our social media manager and creative uh, director. She is amazing. Um, God kind of taught me a lot with that. And I mean, Brooke is Brooke is so amazing, but there's going to be hurdles whenever you work with other people. You have to get past communication styles. You have to get past, um, you know, work ethics or like, you know, just the ways that they work or when they work, what time they work, when they like to be in communication, when they can't be in communication. You know, you may be wanting something returned like ASAP and that is just not like going to happen or this takes longer than you thought it was going to take or they got it done really fast and you're excited and then you think like oh they're gonna be able to you know blow through all of this and they're like no I have to do x y and z and you're like oh okay I didn't understand that so you know really being able to lead with compassion like lead with compassion like compassion first compassion before anything compassion before everything you know no matter what the conversation is or what you guys are planning together like lead with compassion um because I mean there's been times where like I drop the ball there's been times where she's randomly she's she's honestly phenomenal but whenever she moved home from Nicaragua, that was super, super tough on her. And so for me, it was super easy to extend compassion in that area, even though like there were some things that, I mean, she still did amazing. Like she got, she literally in that week that she moved home from Nicaragua, which was so hard on her. And I knew that it was, um, it, she still pumped out like two pieces of content every single day. And I was like, Brooke, how are you doing this? And I was like begging her. I was like, please stop. Like you were going to work yourself to death. Like, cause I mean, she was traveling all over the place, trying to get home, you know, across the United states and it was just so so much but like we honestly like we have learned to like fill the gaps for each other and to be there for each other and we truly trust each other and i feel like that was something that we allowed to be cultivated from the very beginning of like hey where can i support you where do you need support like where can i step in how can i help and there's that mutual trust that mutual um support there and so it's easier now to like um ask for something or be like hey i'm not going to meet this like deadline or like hey can you step in here or like, you know, vice versa, either way it goes, you know, we're, we really are a team and, um, we help each other as much as we can. And so I feel like just leading in that way, um, because I mean, regardless of how, you know, it's weird. Cause like I am, you know, the quote unquote founder of it. So I have to like own up to that. It's like, whatever, you know, tone I set is the tone that everybody else is going to follow. And so that's something that I have really taken seriously and taken a lot of responsibility in. So even whenever I like reach out to our writers or I talk with our writers and stuff, like I make sure that the tone is excited because I want them to be excited. I want them to know how excited I am. Like I want, I want to cultivate that tone and set that tone of like, Hey, if you need help, reach out to me. Like if I, like, I want to be here for what you need. Like I want to meet your need. Like I want to help support you in any way that I can. And so I feel like leading with compassion is, is so important. A lot of people don't do that. Sometimes they think that they do, um, because they're giving grace. Um, but that's not really what that is. It's compassion is being able to put yourself in their shoes and be like, listen, I don't have the full story. I don't know what could be going on, what could not be going on, um, in their life or wherever they're at right now. And I will wholeheartedly say every single time that I led with compassion, and then even if I even if I was being taken advantage of honestly even if in any sense of the word I was being taken advantage of um like if I was I I can't tell you a time that I that I was because all the women that come in uh 
and and help us or join our team um have been seriously phenomenal like literally phenomenal i was talking to them the other day and i'm like you guys are spoiling me because i know not everybody is like this like you guys are just so awesome but every time that i led with compassion and i ended up hearing the whole story after i after i extended that compassion i was like hey do not worry about it like let me know like where i can pick this up like let me know where i can come in and help and then i heard they felt comfortable and they felt safe to tell me what had been going on and i was like oh my gosh, I'm so thankful that I did not let my need for meeting a deadline, my need for having this thing done, like I'm so glad that I put people first, that I put people before the project. I was so thankful that I did that because I knew that that was going to be like something that I was going to have to go back and recorrect or to go back and correct. Um, at, like if I acted out or did something, you know, that wasn't that wasn't godly um, or got upset or something like that. And it's whenever you're like running something or trying to like spearhead something, like you kind of have to have like a firm hand in a sense but always keep it um always keep it open always be willing to you know talk and and um make sure people know that they're safe and that they can communicate with you and that you can communicate with them in a way that's helpful in a way that is um you know just going to move the project forward and you know whatever so i've just learned so much about teamwork and leading a team and how just how important it is to make sure that each person knows how valuable they are um and to praise praise what they do and to honor what they do and and probably first and foremost um recognize that they work for god not for me and and, you know, so like no matter like what it is that we've got going on, like I'm like, OK, God, they belong to you. And I know that they are women of God. So, um, you know, whatever's going on or if something is, you know, amiss or whatever, like I know that that you you are working with them on that, like they belong to you. So I'm just somebody that um, is giving them a platform to use the gift that you've given them. So I completely entrust them in you. I trust this project in you. And I know that you're going to see it through to completion regardless. And so. I just learned to, you know, trust God, surrender the team to him. Um, and kind of with that, like, I may sound like, you know, we've had to jump all these hurdles. Like, really, we haven't. Like, I've, like I said, I've seriously been so spoiled. But um, I just did want to emphasize that, like, it's so important to to lead with compassion and to cultivate um, a team of uh, just where things are accepted and it's safe and they know that they're not going to get judged or scolded or, uh, you know, <laughs> reprimanded if, you know, something is a little bit late or something like that that. So yeah, I would say grown a lot, learned a lot. Thank you for tuning into part one of this series. Stay tuned for part two coming next week. There was never a better time to buy a swimsuit, especially from Aaron Phoenix. Our conversation with the founder was so good and she's even more amazing for giving you guys a code to get 20% off your orders, $100 or more. Use code you and I at AaronPhoenix.com to save some money on your next order. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the UNI podcast. If you love this episode as much as we did, rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, check out our show notes for all of our links, including our Cheers to Better You guide and workbook. New episodes drop every week on Monday. We can't wait to hang out with you again. We'll talk soon. Bye.